Hi guys. Hey. Now wow. It's been a while in here, hey. Anyways, I am here and this is another installment of amazing awesomeness from your host Rita. That's me. And I hope you enjoy it. And this mix up for the last time I have not oh no all this while that I've not been around. Okay, bye. Hi guys. Hello guys. Welcome to the Girl Unplugged podcast. This is Rita Chukriki. This is a platform for authentic and heartfelt conversations that inspire mindful living. Hi and welcome to another episode of the Girl Unplugged podcast. I know I've been away for a while longer than I used to be. I said earlier this year that the podcast will be releasing new episodes every two weeks. But since April, this is the only episode for the month. And I'm sorry about that. And it wasn't intentional. I mean, life has just been lifing priorities and also not being in that headspace to put content on here i mean i believe one shouldn't put out content just for the sake of it and also consistency should also mean showing up authentically whenever one decides to show up so it didn't just feel right to just come and dump on you guys and do an episode just for the sake of doing an episode and so that's why i've been away but apologies for the silence i am back and back with another solo episode and yeah i hope we have an amazing time today and so on today's episode this episode is titled single and not searching I know, right? Yeah, this episode is going to be about me sharing some of my perspective on singleness and the desire for companionship or marriage. And I mean this in the aspect of counting the cost and the awareness required to be in a marriage or partnered relationship. First of all, I'll start with the reason for the name of this episode. Personally, I think that the phrase single and searching connotes desperation. I mean, that's how I feel about it. And hear me out, please. I think searching comes with that feeling of anxiety and also that perpetual state of feeling you need to search for something that will make you complete. So... For me, it's counterproductive to the need and the awareness of wanting to be with someone for the rest of your life because you are fully aware of the cost. You know, it almost sounds like, okay, I'm single and I'm searching and time is running out. I need to do something, you know, and I need to search in all the places. I need to go searching, you know. You guys get the feel, Sha. But that's how I feel. And that is no disrespect to people that consider it 
okay and normal. I'm just sharing my own perspective and feelings and thoughts about that name. Whenever I hear it's almost like, yeah, I'm desperate. But I also understand that there is that aspect of just being open, you know, saying, okay, I'm single and I am open to relationships. I mean, that all sounds better than searching. That's by the way. So that's why I felt to use that name for this episode to kind of reflect a different perspective on the subject matter. Yeah. And another personal opinion I think I want to share is that I think that if people truly knew what it would require for them to be married and kind of maintain a marriage, like the work involved, they would really think twice or even thrice before getting married. Especially in the times that we live in now because gradually marriage is shifting from what it used to be. Like the purpose of marriage is shifting because people are beginning to have an individual um, need for marriage. Unlike those days where there is a common understanding and a common expectation of what marriage should be and what purposes should serve. While right now, with people having their own minds, you know, desiring different things out of the, the conventional, people are wanting marriage for different reasons. And so, yeah, it's almost, <laughs> it's almost pertinent that these things also change. You know, it's almost pertinent that you also have a, a, a sense of awareness of what you want marriage to look like for you and what you want marriage to be, the purpose you want it to serve for you. Yeah. And um, I will be sharing some of my thoughts and questions on marriage as a self-aware person. These are things I feel like are necessary I've asked myself, so it's not like I'm proposing that one asks these questions, but these are things that I've sat down to think thoroughly on when it comes to the subject of marriage and my thoughts and questions. So I'm just throwing throwing it out there for the purpose of sharing and to see whether, yeah, there are people that share the same views with me. One of these thoughts is that marriage is more than a social symbol, a celebration, or an event. I say this because depending on the society you come from, especially in the African society in context, and now Nigeria, when you want to narrow it down to Nigeria, marriage is a social status thing that comes with certain privileges and enormous respect. Even when the respect doesn't feel like respect like that, because for the same reason why you are being respected as a married person is the same reason why you would be disrespected by somebody of a male gender because he feels like he doesn't need to talk to you. He needs to talk to your husband who is supposed to be superior to you. So it feels like one treats you like a child. 
at different instances when your marriage status is brought up but that's me digressing now yeah marriage is not supposed to be a social symbol or status thing or just about a celebration or an event and i mean this because sometimes the focus is more on the glamorous celebration that will happen that day we focus more on the positive sides of marriage that we forget that marriage is actually work and if we allow only the good aspects or the glamorous aspect of marriage to influence our decision making in wanting to get married then we may be setting ourselves up for disaster because Marriage comes with a lot of work. I mean, even when you listen to people that are married, you find out that it's not easy. It's not easy to be living for the rest of your life with another human who you and the person begin to learn a new way of life that is different from what you are used to or what he is used to or what even is the expectation or the perception of what your lives should look like as married couples. So that's one thought. And this thought reflects on the work that is required. Because to be honest, a lot of us are not ready for the work and a lot of us are not cut out for the work. It's one thing to say, okay, if this is what the work looks like, I'm up for it. I'm ready for the challenge. It's another thing for someone to say, I beg, oh, this is not what I like. I don't, I don't like stress in my life, please. This is not what, instead of this, let me remain single. I mean, like there are people like that and it is, it is what they want and it is okay. Because another thing I also find that pushes people to that, um, edge of wanting to just get married for the sake of marriage and the status thing is also the pressure that comes with people always pitching being married and singlehood against each other so one side is saying it's better to be married than to be single another person on the other side is saying it's better to be single than to be married but I believe this, these things can exist on their own. People should be able to make decisions and say, I want to be single. And it's okay. There are perks that comes with being single. And there are also disadvantages that come with being single. I think I've said that a lot of times in several of my episodes where I try to explain these things. And with marriage, the same thing. So if there are supposed to be advantages and disadvantages in the two, then... One shouldn't necessarily pitch one against the other. So it's it's like, okay, if this is the decision you have made, these are the things that come with these kinds of decision. And I think with that understanding, you're able to say, okay, I really want this. Or, okay, I don't think I want this. I mean, you are able to weigh the risk. You're able to weigh the commitments the sacrifice and the the compromises yeah that's also what i think the second thought which is more like a question for me is do you love yourself enough to love another person i think this one is something that i find very very 
profound and makes me think more on these things because you can't love someone more than you love yourself. In fact, you can't love someone else if you don't know how to love yourself. And then there is also this complexity that comes with loving people the, the way they want to be loved, not the way you perceive that love should be like. So it means that you also would be required to learn to love another person. These things are, are not easy, you know, because I mean, like a lot of us don't even love ourselves. We see it in the decisions we make. We see it in the way we treat ourselves. We see it in the, the reckless lives we live. And then you want to get married because you feel like you are supposed to get married or it's time to get married. When love is a major requirement in marriage, how would one, how do you, how do you expect to navigate that aspect? And if you are not even able to love yourself, how do you teach your partner to love you and love you right by how you want to be loved? And then another big question still on love is, do you have enough love for another person? <laughs> I think this one is the one I, I sat down and I'm like, um, this thing hmm, is not by I am of age. Like, like, there are a lot of other entry cases that, that will determine the quality of marriage you have because for me marriage is more of quality than okay i am married the rings the misses before your name and just being somebody's wife you know the quality of marriage improves you as a person adds to you grows you makes you blossom more i mean because you are in the right environment to thrive. You are in the right environment that enables you be more of you, you know, not less of you. Because for some people, marriage makes them become less. Marriage makes them lose their own identity. It swallows their personality and everything. At some point, they begin to resent their partner or their parents who probably may have pushed them into these circumstances. And when you don't know yourself, you're not able to give your best in the marriage. Yeah. The decision to love, the resolve to stay com committed when you don't feel like it, you know, accepting other people's flaws. I mean, it also goes back to, do you love yourself enough to love another person? I mean, have you even accepted your own flaws? How do you treat yourself with empathy and compassion to extend the same grace to your partner. Uh, something I learned in therapy and something I have, I have been experiencing is that there is a love you encounter. It helps you to self-connect. By self-connect, you're able to know that if somebody does this thing to me, I will not like it. 
and you try as much as possible not to do it to that person. You are looking out for the other person because you look out for yourself. I don't use certain words. I don't use abusive words because when someone uses or if he or she uses that on me, I will feel terrible. It will affect my self-esteem and I'll probably blow up and my temper will be all of the play all over the place. And so with certain considerations, you're able to be a better partner for your for your spouse and for the marriage as a whole. So these are the things I'm thinking when I think of this and I'm like, whoa, healing plays a very big role in this aspect. When people say I can't be in a relationship because I am healing, I'm still on a self-recovery or self-discovery journey. Most people think it's a trendy thing to say or you feel like you're better than every other human. But when you look at it critically, especially in the light of these instances I've given, you will find out that once you start healing, a lot of things start changing. Your perception of yourself the way you carry yourself, self-respect, self-worthiness, self-esteem, every other thing begins to fall in its right place. And then you're able to extend the same compassion and kindness that you give to yourself in that process of healing to another person. It it's even influences how you are able to bear long-suffering in certain relationships, like necessary long sufferings because there are long sufferings that are not even necessary and i'm saying this for not because i've been married before but from even from a point of relationship like normal friendships or even intimate love relationships there are certain long suffering you bear because you understand that this person is kind of broken and you need to be there to be the light and the hope for the person to come around if the willingness is there but there are certain long sufferings you know that this is not my burden to bear and no matter how compassionate or uh, empathizing i want to be this will not work you know and you tap out and yeah that is that but i'm my focus is on how you are able to understand people even when they act from a place of brokenness it also kind of opens up for more intimate conversations with your partner and you're able to resolve certain things. You know, even the kindness and the thoughtfulness makes the other person become bet a better lover and probably extends that same thoughtfulness to you. But sometimes, you know, we are thinking selfishly on what will I gain from this and not necessarily what am I bringing into this communion or this covenant relationship? What am I bringing? You know, it's like, okay, does he, does he meet this check? Check, 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 check. Okay. He has checked all your list. What are you bringing? And do you also meet that list? Or what is that thing that is different from the wifey role that you're bringing to to sustain maintain and enrich this relationship so yeah 
um that is one of the questions i think it's important to think on another one is that and this is a thought not a question this time is that a lot of thought also doesn't go into the fact that you will be sharing your life with someone that is not you <laughs> and by you i mean like the way you do things the way you see it the person is not like you with a different upbringing and the consideration of how living with someone for the rest of your life will alter your own life. I mean, if you're someone that is used to sleeping alone, you are going to have to share the same bed with this person. If you are somebody that snores, your partner will become very irritated that you snore. It's easy to say, if you love me, you accommodate all these things. It's, easy to, it's easier said than done until you experience these things for real, for real. If you have to clean up after someone else because they were living alone, they don't have any need to be clean for themselves. They bring that habit and then it becomes a thing for you to quarrel and fight about. I'm telling you, some people, these are some of the reasons why some single people stay back and be like, I am not going to get married because I don't think I can stand somebody loitering around my house or dropping things in my house that I have to clean up after. There's also this mindset that, okay, this is still my house, not our house. And even the resentment that comes with knowing that you are cleaning up after this person and this person is not taking the initiative to know that you are cleaning up, you're cleaning up after them and they shouldn't add to the work. And probably the person is not listening to you complain or say, I don't like when you do this because it's a habit that they also have to unlearn over a period of time. And if they are not being intentional about it, they might never change. <laughs> It's a lot when you think about it. And again, I have to mention that it is also okay if you're not able to. But the problem is you know you're not able to. But because of societal expectations and pressure and not knowing yourself enough to stand for the things you want and the things you believe and your values, you set yourself up and sabotage yourself. Again, if you've been independent for a long time, if you've experienced freedom and the ease and will to make choices for you, it's also not easy for you to adjust, which is also why it, it becomes critical for you to sit down and view marriage in the light of all of this. You know, and it's worthy of note that I say that I'm not saying people should remain single and I am not antagonizing marriage. I am just highlighting on the lack of introspection and the awareness required in making this life-altering decision that is also optional because a lot of us still don't realize that this is something that is optional and if you don't do it, the essence of your being or life is not affected. I think that um, a lot of us grew up seeing people get married, people always being together. And by that, I mean like love relationship, romantic relationships. And we are conditioned to feel like 
Without romantic relationships, human beings cannot exist and live a fulfilling lives on their own. And a lot of us do not know how to live the alone life, which is very possible. But because we are always looking for that person we will gum body with, that person we would always cuddle with, um, say sweet stuffs with, we feel like that is the only way we can experience fulfillment and happiness while it is not true. But the examples of fulfillment in living alone, being single are very few and sometimes it's never highlighted because it is not seen as proper. And then lastly is reviewing our feelings of loneliness and aloneness. So I'm not saying that there is something wrong with being lonely. I mean, a lot of times I also feel lonely. But what I find a problem with is that a lot of us are driven by the feelings of loneliness and it becomes a way to escape our aloneness and we to seek happiness from other people. So just like I mentioned earlier, we don't know how to be alone. We feel like being alone is a problem. And while we are alone and we feel lonely, we feel like what we need to solve that loneliness is going to come from another person. Who is going to fulfill this need of happiness in my life? Who is going to complete me now in quotes? Because there are certain things you have not realized that you can give yourself and be completely whole in yourself that another person may never be able to give to you. Yeah. I've thought about this a lot. In defining these two states of loneliness and aloneness, loneliness is basically the need for companionship. The need to be around someone who understands you, loves you, who you can share precious moments with. And then aloneness is that comfort that comes from enjoying your own company. So a lot of us are not comfortable with in our company. We, we don't enjoy our company because we don't even know how to be by ourselves. And being by ourselves, I don't mean like engaging in activities for the purpose of distracting yourself from loneliness that's that's not it you're not doing things because ah, i am lonely so let me do this to distract myself no it's knowing that you are alone you're sitting in that aloneness but you don't feel like you are missing out on something you feel the fulfillment that comes with knowing yourself knowing how to self-regulate knowing how to treat yourself, respect yourself, pamper yourself, improve yourself, the deliberateness that comes with living your life as a single person. This is actually deeper than and more vast than what I am saying, but I'm dropping this here to buttress my point of 
how when we realize certain things, look inward and ask ourselves pertinent questions, we would know whether our desire to get married is truly and really coming from a place of need or want or from a place of distraction or running away from who we are or in search of something that we already have but we think that we can only get from another person and then all these things makes it sweet and comes with a lot of ease when you eventually open up to receive love and to love another person you find out that even when the challenges come within the marriage you are able to deal with it with ease because you have a foreknowledge of what you want out of this and the bargains and the the compromises and the risks you have weighed to say okay this is it yes this is a decision i made I have decided to love this person regardless and I am going to do that regardless of what I think, people's experiences, my past experiences. I know that they shouldn't determine how this one comes out or how the turnout of events of this present relationship because no relationship is the same. No marriage is the same. So even if you have come out from a previous marriage it's it's important to know that you are not even supposed to use the same yardstick for your present marriage. You shouldn't relieve certain traumas or carry certain luggage or baggage into it. It's like treating every relationship and every marriage or every interaction with anybody as a new leaf, a new interaction. No assumptions, no presumptions. Things are allowed to flow and then you can say, for sure that yes this is what it is with this person (sighs) i think i have said a great deal (laughs) on this topic but yeah this is me sharing what i think about the subject what i've sat down to think on when it comes to marriage what i feel like people should also pay mind to especially in being your own self and wanting what you want. So yeah, single and not searching. But you could also be single and open. (laughs) Don't mind me, now I'm fooling around. If the title got you, then yes, the aim was fulfilled. So that's what I have to share with you guys today. Signing out. And please, 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 I always look forward to hear from you guys. Even though I am not always on here on the pod, you can be in touch with me on my Instagram at the girl unplugged. I mean, I almost share my daily life every day on there. And so if you feel like you miss me too much, you can follow me on Instagram and then we can talk more and share more. And yeah. I hope you keep well. Until the next episode, continue to be you, Teal Fool. Bye!